This time on Kawhi Fi Radio, it's a new anime season and there's some unique shows to talk about. The curtain rises on this off-kilter magic fantasy in which the power of being jacked crushes everything. Because <laughs> fist. He's the boy who lived. It's not, it's not even the boy who lived, it's the boy who lived. <laughs> we decide all black holes are linked. You're saying that black holes are a urinal. <laughs> They all feed into the same spot. I no, mean, I'm not saying that. And Kenny has some wise advice. Childhood is fleeting. Anime is eternal. <laughs> it's over 9,000! Konnichiwa and welcome you tuned in to Kawaii Radio, the podcast we dive into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and with me are my co-hosts Aaron and Kenny. Hello. Yo. It's another boys club. Yeah, two in a row. It's it's not for very good reasons, unfortunately. Uh, well, one's a good reason. One, both are good reasons. Both, well, I mean, no, no, they're, they're good reasons to have the, the day off, but one's unfortunate and one's yeah. exciting. So Tifa is off to Japan today. Yeah, we finally got rid of her. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kiralee is unfortunately unwell, uh, succumbing to the spicy cough. Finally. It's unfair to say it, but it's like, you feel like everyone should get their turn it's catching a the plague. Although, no, no one deserves the plague. No but it's just surprising it. <laughs> when you meet someone who had didn't catch it for all that period. Like, I was the same. Like, I didn't get it till the end of last year. I honestly thought I would, you know, skip the whole thing, that I wouldn't catch it. Mm. And I almost felt disappointed in myself when I did. I'm just like, yeah. ah, I let myself down. Uh, Somehow. <laughs> Aaron, I think, Aaron, you were the first. Yeah, definitely. And, and then you you followed shortly after. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, the, we're, we're healthy. And uh, so as far as we're aware from the chats we've had for Kira Lee, it, the, the first you know, couple of days have been quite horrible, but she's already on the road to recovery. So, um, you know, our thoughts are with her and we're, we're sending her uh, Uber Eats if she wants them. <laughs> Get well soon, Curly. Yeah. We miss you. Fast. Have a happy meal. <laughs> Man, I could go a happy Boom, meal. Appetit. You go a cheeseburger? I could go a cheeseburger. Well, funny you mention that. Oh, oh, burger, burger, burger. Um, now, this episode, we're a little early, but it is to do with um, just a bit of an odd start point for the new anime season well some of them have already started yeah so we are talking about the new anime season it is the 2023 spring anime season Boing. and it is always busy it is always busy um i've just realized i think the uh the spring anime season spring uh sting might have to be replaced because if it's it's poisoning pigeons in the park and we keep yeah. getting copyright hit for that <sighs> um, even though dennis leary the guy who did the song basically made it public domain right yeah um he he may have said it's public domain but the people who own the rights to the record is another thing altogether because corporations are stupid Dicks. Um, Down with the corpos. Yeah. So this is a new anime season on the doorstep. Some of them are starting this week. Some of them are starting two weeks away. But it is going to be another good 
good season. There's a lot of oh, returning. Yeah. There's a lot of returning, and there's a lot of new, interesting series to check out as well. A bunch of new isekais, but that was to be expected. Oh, look, if there isn't two, three isekais every season, is it an anime season? Two, like, three is understating. I'm it. saying minimum. Like, <laughs> it's like, a quiet season. We still got two to three isekais. They well passed that bar. <laughs> mm. Now, if you are enjoying uh, what you've heard, hit subscribe, join Kawhi Fi community. Um, there's the YouTube channel, which is uh, kind of in a bit of a hiatus status at the moment, just while we get a few things sorted out with the new studio and house um and if you are one of our wonderful podcast listeners please make sure you head over there um also we'll um, do cooking shows from there once it's set up we were talking about this like we're going to do some like you know recreate anime cooking stuff so yeah strip cooking <laughs> yeah strip beef yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's what I chicken strips yeah chicken strips no, no, wait, like how is that do you do you just take off a bit no, of- no, 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 no 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 you cut it into strips yeah like teriyaki style like, I guess we're a family show yeah family yeah. friendly yeah family. Um, there's also a Patreon with <laughs> additional content you might want to check out more on that later but now we do need to start off with looking back at what has just come out why do we watch that definitely in my top five season in review and these two knuckleheads just turned around and started looking at the anime figures going wow they're behind us <laughs> yeah you said look back look back at what's just come out and it turns out Godzilla Godzilla's Godzilla is looking over Lupin. your shoulder and Lupin and Demon Slayer um, so let, let's let's talk about the season that's gone by because it was massive like, pretty packed and it, uh, it was, I missed a lot I missed a lot as well I think we all did we need to work on our aim <laughs> so look we're a very professional anime podcast. we are very very so there's been a lot this season to talk about um and unfortunately there wasn't really enough uh time to watch everything even you know with you know some of us having time off at you know christmas and whatnot it's just that there hasn't been you know a suitable amount of time available to everyone so it, th- there was just that many so we're going to start off with the one that i think across the entire team we've all enjoyed and that's Trigun Stampede. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it led the pack by a stampede. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for those who aren't aware, Trigun Stampede is a reboot of the original Trigun manga series which aired in, I think it was late 90s, early 2000s. One of your there. early favourites, Kyle, as yeah, well. Yeah, I've, like... I've, I've got cell artwork from mm-hmm. it. So Dang. Yeah, um, it... it it played a big part after the initial Neon Genesis. And um, this was done by Studio Orange, who you will have recognized if you've watched Beastars. Their CG is second to none. Mm-hmm. I, it's so alive. I, I don't think any other studio can get as close as, and, as they do. Uh, and I think you wouldn't have wanted a different CGI studio for uh, Vash Stampede's like his sort of like almost clownish actions, the way he yeah. sort of stumbles over himself and stuff like that. Movement's phenomenal. The way it, oh, was, yeah, the way it was handled by Studio Orange was perfect yeah. I mean for, for many years we have given CG anime a lot of grief and for, you know, good, reason, for good reason sometimes, sometimes I still have nightmares about X-Arm yep um, and when that, yeah. wasn't, that, that wasn't that long ago <laughs> you think X-Arm's bad you remember Gibiato yeah um, so what you in the vault <laughs> yeah um, it's it's bad like some some of the stuff that's come out has been bad but Studio Orange has repeatedly proven that they can do good CG mm-hmm. and it is their bread and butter and they do good. And like we, we have seen like, I think it was like uh, Polygon Studios are meant to be good CG, but they're, they're seriously lagging behind quality wise compared to um, Orange. They did, um, 
demi human and or demi I can't remember what it was called. Um, it was that good. It was yeah. it was a CG <laughs> one. Um, they, they did blame um, Knights of Cydonia and so on. Oh, them. And yes, yes. They're good, but there are moments where the characters look dead. Whereas Studio Orange, they always are animated and active and have uh, they've got a soul to them. So, like the problem I find with a lot of like CG and even like regular anime mm-hmm. is like characters in the background will just be completely still stone faced. Yeah. Whereas Trigun didn't have that. No, no, they did a really good job. Everybody of it. was alive and moving. Mm. I, th- I think it also says a lot about the quality that Orange put out because they don't put a lot of shows out, and because of that, the shows they put out, they they throw everything at it. They, and they can make sure focus. It's good. You know what would really benefit from it? Mm. Attack on Titan. Oh yeah. Hmm. I do wonder. I mean, I know Studio Orange do do support works for some other studios for CG, but I do wonder um, if Mappa would reach out to them. Like, for that. I would love to see them just redo the whole thing. Because uh, if it was three D, I feel like it'd stand a lot to gain, and like there'd be a lot more like. Uh, I think in it. I think some of it could be really well handled. In I think we gotta leave it a decade. I've oh yeah no, I have <laughs> tapped out on Attack on Titan. Uh, me too. Look, <laughs> Attack on Titan is dead to me. Big and glorious uh, as it has been, it's just look. I mean, if you if you want to f- on honestly like for the end of the story, like just go read the manga. Fight us in the comments. Well, honestly, I mean, the just... whole thing's like the Titanic. Yeah, you're just waiting included. for it to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attack on Titanic. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> I would watch that crossover. <laughs> I would too. I'd like to see the Colossal Titan throwing the Titanic. Okay, but the Paint me is... like one of your Titan girls, Jack. <laughs> would they turn into the Titanic? Like, would there be like armor Titanic and <laughs> beast no, Titanic? No, no, it'd be like the Neon Genesis train crossover <laughs> oh that's that's uh, actually yeah. really cool yeah yeah um but yeah look trigun stampede we're, we're going way off the topic but this is the story of vash the stampede he's um a gunslinger who's wandering around um this planet humanity has you know landed on and are now forced to live on because they have nowhere to get home um and he's trying to basically i guess you could say like atone for what he feels are his past sins and what his brother Knives has done to humanity and the world. Mm. There's a there's a lot more into it. I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't watched it, but we've got 12 episodes and there's another season coming. It's it's just really good fun and it has the same soul that the original series has, just a slightly different story. Which is so hard to capture and it's like... Mm, they mm. Have- well, like, what I found is, A, Vash is like the mm. polar opposite of who he was in the original. Because in the original, he was so like bubbly and lively and full of like mm. happiness and like I mean, he's wacky. St- he still has that, but I think he's it's, a lot more solemn. Yeah, and th- that's to do with the original series coming out before the manga had finished and before mm. they'd actually decided what Vash's backstory was. Whereas, there was yeah. a lot of that yeah. in the like nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, like, do you guys remember Love and Peace? Love and peace, and his obsession with donuts. Yeah, like, you know, these were all things made for the anime, as opposed to being taken from the manga. So but the other thing that threw me way off was Millions Knives' name being literal. Yeah, like when that happened, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, it's not just a name. It's not just a name." Yeah, and it's it's great because you know in the original series, like he was just kind of dropped in at the end. He was just like a Vash clone, like literally a Vash clone. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, twin brother sort of thing. Yeah, but, but it, like behaviorally and functionality wise, is just the same. I am interested to see because I, I haven't watched the last episode yet because I haven't had time. Um, but uh, I'm going to be really interested if they, because 
well, you've seen the ending of the original, yes. and you mm. also saw the functionality of the arm yes. in the original. I'm interested to see if that reappears because he's got a he's got a would. he's got a bionic arm in this series. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you think they, no? Mm. Yeah, it'll well, be it'll be interesting to see what happens. I in mean, the next part it of would it. harken back to you know the original anime's fandom. And I could see them sort of leaning into that, but I also see them wanting to be faithful to the source material. Well, th- this is the thing. I'm fairly certain that is in the source material, but th- this is they're, they're not being a hundred percent faithful to the source material, but they're being faithful enough to provide a new story. Faithful not, to the spirit, yes. Well, yes. I, I mean, they're doing a um, a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're not retreading old ground. Like they're, they're keeping the same feel and vibe and experience, but they're making sure that you're not seeing something you've seen before. Mm. And I, I think that's the best way to do it. If you are going to reboot a series that has been done, you know, 20 years ago and it has, a, it was adapted differently um, from the, the source material, you need to make sure your version stands differently from it. And I, I appreciate it. And I think there's like a nice, big, long, protracted argument with the, uh, you know, manga purists and stuff like that yeah. we had there. Mm. Yeah, no, um, one guy I work with is like 100% obsessed with the manga and the original anime. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 you need to watch this. It's like, absolutely not. I refuse because it's not what it's supposed to be. I'm mm. like, it's, I can understand their perspective, but I also understand the idea of, you know, I, embracing I pr- new things. I appreciate it. But at the same time, like, why restrict yourself if you love it? That, that'd be like being a big fan of Neon Genesis and then not wanting to watch the new films, despite them having the original voice cast, the original writing, and, mm. you know, being, actually bringing the story to a conclusion. Or, like, loving Neon Genesis and not reading the campus, like, manga. Yeah, yeah. Because the campus manga is, like, nothing to do with the original, but it's so entertaining. Yeah. Although there is one creepy part in it. Oh, it's not surprising. She smiles. <gasps> Wait, that's that's not... That's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> well, she it is just so experience fun. happiness. <laughs> There's like a full page of him smiling with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's set in a school. Yeah. So guess what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love their kids with their pop Isn't there... Um, uh, it's like zombie apocalypse type thing, isn't it? Uh, campus apocalypse? No, uh, well, it is campus apocalypse, but it's not like zombie apocalypse sort of thing. Oh, All the of the students... Angels turn are, into Evas? Well, the angels are people and the Evas are guns. Like, they're, they're weapons, sorry. Yeah. So each person's got, like, a different weapon. Uh, Shinji's got a gun. I think... Um, Shinji's got Kaoru's a gun. got a whip. And <laughs> Ray's got a scythe. Oh, okay, cool. I Checks don't remember out. what Asuka's got. Nunchucks. No. <laughs> I mean, look, she's probably my least favorite character, so it makes sense yeah. that I wouldn't remember. I mean, look, I mean, everyone's got fight arrows. Fight Aaron in the comments. Okay, okay. Best girl is Mari. Yeah. Come oh, at me. Actually, I have yeah. some exciting news to share with you. Yes. Oh, actually, it might be exciting because you can't come to Hoshikon. I got more Mari's voice actor. Is she coming in person? No. Oh. Just digital. Okay. We we can't afford to fly people from the US. I was yet. gonna say, man, like I would love a signature. Yeah, yeah. She's really lovely though. Um They all are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, this is still related to Trigun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same period. Um anyway, Trigun Stampede, go watch it, Crunchyroll Worldwide. Good fun. Um Campfire <laughs> Cooking in Another World with my absurd <laughs> skill. Do you like Isekai's where the person doesn't have to be the hero? Do you like slow cooking shows? Do you like big doggos? Did you just say that Kenny likes isekais? No. (laughs) (laughs) I said he likes isekais, which are not the normal one where they're the hero. 
Yes, but at the same time, I have absolutely no love for the new vending machine one coming out. Yeah, Kyle. I'll fight you on that. I will fight you on this in the comments. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your purchase. <laughs> okay, but look. So, campfire cooking in another world. This one is just, it's a nice chill delight because it just combines, like, it combines all the best parts of Yuru Camp. It with does. With an isekai. And the recipes are good, too. Yeah, the recipes are actually decent. Yeah. I've tried a couple. So th- this is a guy who gets isekai'd. He's a middle-aged office worker. Well, he gets isekai'd with a few others. Yeah. And like they turn out to be like, you know, the warrior, the priest, the mage and stuff like that because they have those kind of abilities. And his singular ability is he can buy online stuff shopping. online from Japanese grocery stores. I've come up with a new recipe. Yeah. <laughs> recipe. The, the funny thing is as well is like, in that scene, he's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be very useful to you. My abilities look rubbish and this looks bad. And they're like, yeah, okay. Here's some hush money. (laughs) They give him some hush money and he spends it to hire an adventuring party. I mentioned this last time. He's like, you never see that. You always see people in Isekai as becoming the adventurers. But he's like, this kingdom seems hella dodge. I'm getting out of here. Hires the adventuring party, goes to another kingdom, goes to the other kingdom. They're all like, yeah, we're all leaving that kingdom too because it's hella (laughs) dodge. And also like, they're like starting wars with people. So not cool. And he's like, wow, that's, yeah, I was right. Cool. But it basically turns out that he does actually have an absurd overpowered skill because the stuff he cooks, depending on the quality of ingredients, mm. boosts people's stats. If yeah. he had lingered with the adventuring party, they'd be even more powerful. Yeah. I'm here hearing Shield Hero. Little bit. Shield Hero without any of the angst. No angst, just happy. Yeah. Like, imagine Shield Hero was a slice of life. Well, Shield Hero, if he had have left that kingdom. Yeah, just... Oh, oh look, based on the manga, no. Oh, okay. It, it's it's just as bad in the other kingdoms. Yeah, it's just like yeah. It's just unpleasant. Yeah. Um anyway, um <laughs> Can't buy Cook another world, guess what? Uh, Crunchyroll. He uh <laughs> eventually crews up with a uh monstrous hound, which is an overpowered aspect of a god. Yeah, it's and a, a it's slime which literally he teaches a to talk. Mm. That the slime takes care of like Sweet is amazing. Whenever he buys uh food from uh the Jap- Japanese cooking store, he's like Oh, now I've got all this rubbish, the uh, food containers and stuff. He feeds it to the slime. It actually levels it, the slime up. It eats the uh, it eats the trash. It levels up. It can now dissolve enemies. It Good can, boy, Rimuru. He can also <laughs> clean plates and stuff. Oh, so it's like by the grace of the gods with the cleaning slimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he can also create potions like Rimuru. Like yes. by the grace of the gods as well. Yep, yep. They take notes from each other, I think. Yeah. But I it's think good. Slimes like, are basically like a universal thing. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you go with anything back to like the, the what is it, Dragon Dragon Quest? Dragon Quest. And the, <laughs> there were different varieties of slimes that did different things. And ever since then, it's just become a staple. Well, so. Dragon Quest is massive in Japan. Mm-hmm. Huge. So. I'm a friendly slime. Pyong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Campfire Cooking in Another World. Highly recommend. It's relaxed. It's funny. It's. <laughs> It makes you hungry. <laughs> it makes you Recipe. hungry. Um, let's go over to, unsurprisingly, a romance series. And this I is... wonder whose choice this is. Emma's. You're lying. Don't lie. It's also, it's also mine. <laughs> You're it's making mine up. But um, th- this is Emma's pick, and Tomo-chan is not a girl. Yes. Um, this is if, like, my senpai is annoying and um, Horimiya were, were slapped together. And if they made beautiful, passionate love and had a mm. family. 
Not quite, but sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the, the vibes are there. Um, it's it's really cute. Basically, you've got Tomo, who is not a girl. She is a girl. Uh, oh. Sorry, Tomo-chan. Is not, not a boy. boy. Not a boy. Sorry, I put the wrong thing here. Tomo Chan is not a girl. Tomo Chan is sorry. Tomo Chan is a girl. Or not? A, oh my God, how can I forget the name I of the show? You liked this show. I, I do. I'm just clearly <laughs> dead inside. Um, no, I, you're right. It's Tomo Chan is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. T- Basically, <laughs> she's... Is it wrong for Tomo Chan to be a girl in a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> depends. <laughs> depends. Um, so this is a series which focuses on Tomo. Um, she is a tomboy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she conf- series starts off with her confessing to her best male friend that she's in love with him. And he doesn't get it. He's an imbecile. Um, I love him, but he's, he's a bit... Thick. He's a bit dense, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and the series focuses basically hey, on how their relationship okay. changes. Um, and him starting to notice her more, her feeling more confident in her femininity, um, while also still being confident in her masculine traits, such as being, you know, an absolute badass at uh, karate and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's awesome um and it's really funny as well because like they there's other girls in the school who end up getting a crush on tomo because she's quite masculine protects them from a guy and stuff and it's just <laughs> like wow um but yeah it's it's really good fun if you like love is war um what was uh horimiya uh, you keep forgetting that one. It's not Horimiya that I'm forgetting. It's um, Love is Hard for Otaku's Wodakoi. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I keep forgetting it. and It the, does have elements of that to it's it. Got, it's it? got elements of that to it. Um, you know, My Senpai is Annoying. Any of these sort of comedy romance series that actually end up having romantic events, th- that's that's basically what you're working with here. Now, I mm. do believe like the last episode should have just dropped, I think. Um, and I as don't of time of recording as of time of recording time of release time of recording um, I believe it, it, it's, it comes out on Wednesday so the final episode should have been Wednesday just gone oh, okay. um, but because I started a new job I haven't had a chance to watch any anime this week I've been burnt out mm. um, so it's I, I'm pretty sure we do not get a confession this season I, but I believe it sets it up for season 2 to follow on for it and the, the issue we've got here is there's 800 chapters now to clarify each chapter is only one or two pages of the manga. It was a short form, you know, like four panel sort of thing for most four of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's, there's still a lot to, to, to be covered. Um, but look, I uh, highly recommend it. Incredibly funny. The uh, character interactions, especially between the main guy and the main girlfriend, is just so petty. Like, you know, she does... Isn't that... Is it Alice? Uh, no, not Alice. Um, the uh, the blonde girl. Um, yeah, she's got the same voice actor in Japanese and English. Yes. Yes, yes she does. She's the only one I've taken notice of. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, so Junichiro, uh, Junichiro is the main guy. And then you've got Misuzu Gundo. And then you've got Carol Alston. So Carol is our uh, blonde, insane. <laughs> she's hilarious. She is on every she, bloody meme. She's a British British descent, and she is just chaotic. And that's exactly why you like her. <laughs> she's the new Chica. Chica. <laughs> Look, she's more chaotic than Chica oh, by a long impossible. way. No, it's not. So you've Give got- us a rotoscope dance. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Gundo, who comes across as like, uh, you know, a goth 
sad. Very distant. Yeah. Um, and she's got a, a hair tie on um, her hair. And one da- her and Junichiro have a history that, you know, makes them kind of not very nice to each other. Um, you know, she's always trying to troll him and he's, you know, always passive aggressive to her. So, like, she said something really rude to him and all he did was just grab her scrunchie, pull it out and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like... I'm sorry, what? That is like classic high school pettiness. Like the person who wrote this has a complete understanding of high school interactions and how petty boys are with girls and vice versa. And it is wonderful when you see their behavior. Yeah. Um, And like Carol is just chaotic insanity. And what about Wednesday? Uh, Carol and Tuesday, you mean? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, there is one meme I've seen with that character, and they're just like, uh, why are you mm. so worried? I'm just sick. It's just a cold. But we're in a Slice of Life series. <laughs> so it per- <laughs> it's for context, Carol is an airhead like her mother, eccentric, almost permanently cheerful and oblivious to how modern society works. She's under the assumption that everyone's household is like hers. She also seems to enjoy teasing and pushing the boundaries with everyone while making a smile. She often makes blunt remarks very casually even to complete strangers despite being physically weak she seemingly does not fear anyone including delinquents (laughs) so yeah she she has been shown to be able to do complicated mathematical formulas and stuff like that so she's like book smart she's legally blonde yeah 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 Uh uh-huh so yeah um and she's just fantastic and like there are so many just really dumb scenes where she like walks in and goes dun 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 and places something on a desk and everyone's just like it's just your lunch (laughs) (laughs) calm down with the video games (laughs) and then you know it's just it's not even video game references it's just her making up a really dumb tune or like you know she puts like takes off her um like uh what do you call like hairband and you know it's like a whole big ceremony it sounds like she's humming a big royal tune and puts it on Tomo and it's a whole big thing <laughs> and then you know she goes now go see him and see how he reacts sort of thing and then later on in the anime she takes it back and does exactly the same thing in reverse and it's the exact same tune she just hums it in reverse and puts it back on her head <laughs> and this is like that's yes <laughs> I remember doing dumb stuff like that yeah in school. <laughs> I think we all had that kind so, of weirdo friend yes yeah um, hi. Hi. <laughs> we still have that weirdo friend we've kept him so look it's yeah. really good fun um, highly can recommend it um, now the next two I believe you guys haven't caught so we'll run through them fairly quickly right. we've got Kinda of the Great Snow Snow uh, Kinda of the Great Snow Sea now this kind is by snow. the same, this, it's an original anime but it has been written um, by uh, Nihei uh, Tsutomu. He's the guy who did Blame, Knights mm-hmm. of Cydonia, and uh, Biomega and so on. Again, CG animated by Polygon Pictures. It's quite well done this and it shows how far they've come. They're not quite at Orange's level, but for this show in particular, it works quite well. Um, quite simply, it is a distant future. Humanity's facing um, extinction. Uh, there is a these giant trees around the world and they're basically holding up a thin sort of canvas around the world which is keeping the air in and there were people who were living in the trees and who maintained the canvas but there's not many villages left actually there's only one village left which is where our main character's from and then there are people who live down on the surface on the snow sea which is continually rising 
So, you know, these two worlds are going to have to eventually collide. So um, you've got, um, according to a legend, there exists a sage who knows the secrets to producing abundant quantities of water to save mankind. The orbital trees were where people were getting the water for, but the trees are starting to die. And, you know, there's not getting any water out them either. So you've got a princess of Atlan called Liliha, and she uses an organic hot air balloon to climb to the top of the orbital trees in all the hopes of meeting the country's saviour where there's meant to be a sage. But once she reaches the canopy, an area that appears to be an infinite window of transparent ice, she meets Kaina, one of the last men alive on the canopy. However, she cannot find the man she was looking for, the great sage. So unable to return by herself to her country, the princess finds a helping hand in Kaina who is eager to explore the surface world that he thought was empty and they uh, learn about the war between Lilia's country um, antagonist technologically advanced nation of Valhan and the other perils of the world so yeah it's it's quite fun mm-hmm. it's very sci-fi fantasy there's definitely elements of romance between them um, I don't know if that's kind of like the cat the main thing but it's it's all about them surviving the world and making their way through it has that whole kind of epic journey yeah kind of plot to it yeah you don't see too many of those around you don't and i'm quite surprised because all of nihei's stuff in the past has been adaptations of his manga mm-hmm. and this is the guy who does like you know massive mega structures and so on he most recent manga was apposims i believe and that just kind of ended very abruptly with like characters dying um at least the version i was reading i think there might be more coming but mostly i just feel like he's just missed his his uh, calling as an architect. I feel like he just well, wants he to studied, build he studied mega archi- fortresses. He studied architecture but decided he didn't like the culture. And I don't blame him because architecture offices are horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, incredibly high stress. Um, but yeah, th- this has uh, only got 11 episodes. It just finished airing this week. Um, and yeah, good fun. So like the ozone's gone in this, right? Kind of like, it, it's kind of like that. You want to know who's to blame? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah, I blame Gwyneth Paltrow. No, 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 no. You don't understand. She gets ozone enemas. What? Okay. <sighs> Look, she's currently in uh, court. Um, yeah, over she some... hit a ski. That's a real yeah. thing. You can Google that, by the way. Look, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow is just a horrible human being. Like, yes. um, <laughs> so, I, I heard yeah. that and I was like, I, I want to know how, but hey, I don't want to know how. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, so that that's over. <laughs> Fun facts with Aaron. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I was watching that through High Dive. Um, Fun facts with Aaron needs a jingle. Fun facts with Aaron. <laughs> well, like you said, in the distant future, and all I could think of was the flight of the Concords. The in distant, distant future. future. The year 2000. <laughs> Sorry, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, it is in my account so um now another one we're going to talk about (laughs) it's a very different type of series from what we've seen in the past um it's called hikari no o the fire hunter um this is being done by signal md it looks like classic hand-drawn watercolor Mm -hmm. it's not like traditional animation style and um it it's been really good it's it is a little bit slower paced. It's like a traditional Japanese storybook style. I caught only the first episode of it. I am mm-hmm. intrigued to know where it well, goes. Well, this, this is from a novel, which is why it has that slower pace. So not a light novel, not a manga. It's from like a traditional Japanese novel. Um, so human civilization no longer revolves around fire, but is instead now driven by the fear of it. Repeated wars have changed human biology, and now people can spontaneously combust when they get close to natural flames. However, a new source of energy prevents society from completely collapsing 
passing, a stone-shaped material used to produce light and steam lies within the bodies of monsters that infest numerous forests, along with liquids, which is from their blood. Those tasked with collecting this precious resource are called the Fire Hunters. Toko, a young village girl, is saved from a forest monster by a fire hunter who perishes during her heroic act. After the hunter's dog, Kanata, heals from his own injuries, the girl's family sends her to the capital in order to return Kanata and the hunter's fire sickle to the relatives. And then it also shows you the fire hunter's son's Koshi and his sister being adopted by a wealthy family and after his mother dies and doing research into what could be the ultimate um, power source and also the possible demise of uh, mankind. So this so. is like an alternate universe Promare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, I, I'd say this is similar. Similar, I, but like Promare, they deal with the fire inside, but mm-hmm. like... But it's, well, there is actually, just that if they get close to fire, they explode and There die. is a species, well, a subspecies of the human race in this where they have purposely exposed themselves to a bug's poison, which prevents them from getting burned. So, but the problem is it's, it's sort of like, um, you know, it doesn't work for everyone. It's like, you know, 50, 50 chance you can do it or you can get really sick and just die. Oh, cool. Yeah. So So die from bug or die from fire. Yeah. And that they then, you know, the, the people are a bit more tribal. They, they live outside of the main cities because they believe that the, the gods, if you will, that the people worship. Miguel and Tulio. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Mighty and powerful gods. Um, they, they, they believe that those gods are the reason humanity is that way and they are constantly fighting against it. So that, I won't go any further into it. There's 10 episodes. It's just also just finished airing a week ago. Um, but it's, it's fascinatingly drawn. It's like watching a watercolor anime. Well, it's literally what it is. Um, and it's just the bleakness of it. It's like the whole story, the way mm. it shows how humanity has fallen without you know yeah. the ability to use fire or combustion or anything like that has a very kind of a Dark Souls yeah. feel to the narrative. It's like the, there's a hopelessness to it. Yeah, there's also an element of this story is it seems like these beasts are starting to get wilder and crazier as well. Mm. So something is... Like there is some massive crescendo about to appear. Um, there's also like, you know... there's a lot to this it's also got a style which is very sort of like traditional Japanese like storytelling where like the story stops and text is displayed on screen like almost like a silent film but without the silence Um, and they use that also to show without the who? the the silence who? Is that a Doctor Who reference? <laughs> I think it might be. Hell. Um, so, um, w- without, you know, th- there's still music and all that through it. There's still conversations, but they use it to provide the exposition instead of having the characters do exposition dances. Um, so, it, it's it's really good and really enjoyable. Um, I, I think if you want to see like a really different non-shonen type of anime, this is just mwah, fantastic. It was just so different and so out of left field. So, Yeah. Very, very sort of like I'm traditional style. I'm going to have to return yeah. to that one, yeah. So I don't know if that's getting any more to it. Oh, hang on. No, it is. Hikari no second season has been confirmed. Whoop, whoop. Um, no release date as of yet. Uh, once again, PG-13. Um, it's being animated like Studio MD is behind it, but the producers is wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow. W-O-W-O-W. <laughs> so, yeah. Every time you say it's title, I think of Hikaru no Go. 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, <laughs> and then you're like, he can't remember all. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it, it, it was fantastic. But obviously there was a lot this season. There was so many sequels. We had My Hero Academia. We had... Um, that was pretty nuts. Yeah, Bo Fury season two. We had Nia, but that got delayed twice. Um, yeah. there's, there's a lot which has suffered from delays this season. Um, a lot of it's coming back next season, including... Um, uh, brains died on it. Trigon? Golden Kamoi oh. season four had to stop, and now it's returning next season. I swear to God, I have tried to go through that series like three times now. Really? Yeah, I keep starting and stopping. If I'm you, cursed I, or something. By the vibe of it, I'd say it's your show because it gives yeah. me Vinland Saga. That's kind the of feels. thing. It's yeah. like it should be my show, and I keep just uh, falling uh, off. I started okay, rewatching it recently, and I've gotten. A, I think we've got about four or five episodes in. Mm. Um, and we're going to keep going. See, yeah. with the trying to get into it because it should be your thing, but it not working. That's me with Skyrim. Uh, uh, yeah. Same here. Like, I try it because it, by all means, it should be my thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't. I've started over and over and over and over and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and nothing Same way here, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, that's, that's, that's just what it is. Oh, do you know of Dragon's Dogma? Yes. Yes. Same situation. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Same with um, what was the other one that was similar to it? Knights of Amalur. Oh, Kingdom of Amalur. I couldn't that stand Kingdom a, of Amalur. That one was a slog. It was. It was too slow for me. They came out around the same time, so they sort of blur together. Yeah. 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 Um, I've returned to Dragon's Dogma, and um, you know, it had an expansion, right? No. Uh, All basi- I remember from it is the song "Dun Gun." Oh uh, yes. By Bees. Bees. <laughs> no, it's B apostrophe Z. Oh. Yeah. yeah the, Bees! It's a uh, very, very Germanic uh, setting of like swords and sorcery with Greek mm. monsters of legend starts with a just an absolute banger jam from K-pop group. Isn't it? It's I'm a J-pop, J-Rock? J-Rock group. It's just like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I can get behind that. And uh, me and a mate, when this game first came out, it was just like, okay, so you're taking so long with the side quests that this dragon has just started up a J-Rock career elsewhere. This is the song <laughs> he's produced waiting for you. <laughs> well, like, you got really bored. the one where you get like your little follower? Yeah. Yeah. I remember finding some weird uh, but, followers. Uh, but so I know <laughs> this is like way off topic, but yeah, the, the expansion adds an area to the game called Bitter Black Isle. It's almost like a roguelike procedural thing. It's my heart. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing about it is it's set up for you to go there post-game when you are, you know, mighty and over-leveled. You can go there when you're level one, though. Which you did, didn't you? And I went there and just played it like Dark Souls. I would just be sneaky. I'd creep up to places where I shouldn't go. I killed enemies with stealth. And then I started the actual game at like level 50. It's like, I've got to the very start of the game and I am overpowered. I love it. (laughs) Shank, 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 shank. All right. Well, that has been some of the stuff we've been watching this season, (laughs) including apparently Dragon's Dogma. (laughs) We're now a gaming podcast. Um, But if you had anything interesting that we uh, missed, I mean, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, actually. Oh, you're talking to the listeners. Yes. Oh. 
<laughs> what, what have we missed? No, it's doing a bit. Let's talk about video games some more. No, let's get on with it because we've got a lot to get through this episode. But if you have anything interesting that you watched over this uh, season, let us know in the comments section over on the socials or on YouTube. Um, we'd, we'd love to know your thoughts. There's always a lot to talk about every anime season. Or send something through the P.O. box or via Pigeon. <laughs> Neither of those exist. <laughs> Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. Spring anime. Copyright strike. Copyright strike. Something to do with beer. Um, <laughs> so the is right strike. Yes, yes. Now it is the uh, not the autumn anime season. It is the spring anime season. How but did you damn get those northern mixed hemisphere up? weirdos. Oh, oh it's, yeah. it's because actually the the template I use for the uh, season preview segments is uh, it had uh, yeah autumn season in there. Oh. Um, so <laughs> autumn, their spring. It, it's it's funnily enough like correct for us, but it's weird. Yeah, it so. has just started to actually rain again and get cold. It's so nice. The weather oh, we here. The seasons do not change gradually here in Australia. No. It's like a light switch. It is, isn't it? It just, the temperature vanishes. It does. It does. It's weird. Um, now, this you season... You don't acclimatise. You adapt or you die. Yeah. I mean, it's Australia. Yeah, yes. that's, that's literally <laughs> Australia. You so, adapt or die. Anyway, 2023 spring anime season. It's a big one. There is a lot of returning series, so we are going to kind of mix and match a bit. We're not going to be able to cover everything because, as as per usual, we only pick out 10 and we use that as, you know, just kind of like an idea of what our picks are. So, we're going to start off with a sequel, and that's Ancient Magus Bride Season yes! 2 because it is incredibly excited like a lot of people are interested in seeing this This is one of my yes the music's still going in the background and we can still hear him okay even though it's down at zero volume i was like i can hear something what's going on (laughs) (laughs) we've got a man singing back it's not me touching the microphone this time no um i I might like completely ruin it and find like a new sting to put in there in post (laughs) and then everyone's gonna be like what What are they they singing about about? (laughs) i know what's on it's on everybody's nerves oh so so look, Ancient Magus Bride season two. Season one was very well received. Mm. Um, it's very much like it says it's for a shonen audience, but I feel it's definitely more shoujo. Who the hell? What shonen elements does this show even have? Yeah, so it's fantasy, <sighs> magic, slice of life. It definitely like it, Emma put it probably the best way. She's like, as a fourteen-year-old girl she would have destroyed this. Like, she would have been watching it and reading it and buying it. Made it her whole personality? Yeah, bingo. I can imagine. Yeah. Like, she's like, this is... T- I don't see how it's shown in. This is clearly shoujo. It's just that it's released in a shonen manga. Mm. That's so, weird. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So, it's PG-13 and it's being animated by Studio Kafka. If you haven't heard of them before, that's fine. Because they were literally established two years ago just to make Agent Magus Bride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to make the OVAs. If you have seen the first season... For the love of God, go watch it. Yeah. So you've got 24 episodes in the first season, and then you've got three sets of OVAs which have all come out, and they're all on Crunchyroll. So um, Chisei is our main character. She was... Um, <sighs> Sold. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got the I've got the synopsis for season two, but I, I might go and bring up season Essentially, one. Essentially, she uh, can see spirits, mm-hmm. and it's haunted her life. It's practically ruined her life. It's left her... 
without friends, without a family. And so with mm-hmm. nowhere left to turn, she sells herself. Mm-hmm. As a word you can't say in Star Wars. What? A slave, Becky. A slave. You oh. can't say that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, so it's ent- and then she is bought by a very strange creature called Elias. He is this mm-hmm. like tall, imposing creature with a skull for a head, who basically takes her in to his lovely little cottage in the countryside and his lovely little housemaid, mm-hmm. and they they have a nice little life. As he says, "You're now my apprentice." Maybe my wife too. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. So, surrounded by fairies and the weird and wonderful beings that are there. And basically yeah. you come to learn that uh, like, she say she is just kind of this sad, lonely, broken individual. Elias is a sad, broken, lonely individual and they just kind of complete each other. Yeah. So the, this series is set after all of that and them coming to learn a lot about each other. Yeah, there's and a lot of uh, events that transpire in the first in 24 season. episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they and go then, to a village of talking cats. It's amazing. <laughs> that was the best part. It was a great it? episode. Um, so she's um, in a situation which is still a bit unusual, as you can imagine, in this new season, but she's received an invitation for a major's co- uh, college, basically. Mm-hmm. So... I, I wouldn't say Harry Potter. It's kind of a bit different from that. Very, um, very. It's like from what you see in the uh, from the trailer for the uh, manga from not the anime from many years ago, which irritated me so much. <laughs> I was waiting for that rant. It, <laughs> it looks, yeah, it looks like your kind of polytechnic university. It's all very mm. modern and beautiful, mm. except for the fact that there is a great big magical tree growing out the middle of it. Yeah, and it's hidden underneath the British Library. Mm-hmm. So, a secret society of mages. So, there's encounters and interactions with people who are about to open some new doors, and it's a story about saving yourself to save another. Mm. So, so what you're saying is if we go to the British Library and we take a bunch of shovels... Diggy, get diggy, diggy hole. <laughs> Dwarf brain idea. activated. <laughs> so um, we don't know how many episodes this new season is going to be yet. Um, and this is just simply because normally episode lengths are released close to either the first episode airing or the second episode airing. So uh, we don't know. This could be 24 episodes. It could be 12. Um, we will probably learn that at around mid-April. First episode airs on April 6th and it's going to air in Japan at 10pm on Thursday nights. So that's actually quite a good slot. Um, like It's not after midnight for starters. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're going to be able to watch it on Crunchyroll Worldwide, which is uh, a nice... This one is... This comes they had to do it worldwide. Mm-hmm. Like it, a show like this, it's massive. Mm. That, that's another thing as well. Like uh, the watch lists are incomplete at the moment because a lot of um, companies only announce it once the new season gets underway, and then they you know vast dump it. So we haven't got anything confirmed from High Dive, Muse Asia, or any of the other major platforms we normally talk about. Um, There's only a lot cr- of companies. Still only Crunchyroll has announced so far. Ever since the whole plague, everything has been thrown out of balance. Yeah. It's going to take a while for things to actually get back to normal yeah but if you do want to find out where to watch um, these shows um, we highly recommend using livechart.me because they have a list of all the anime by season you can choose ones that you want to watch you can even ask it to set up notifications so when the new episode comes out you know to go watch it we've been using them since before we had the podcast yeah like 2015 16 Mm -hmm. like yeah it was a good discovery Um, now let's uh, stay in the world of fantasies 
Um, and we're going to go to Konosuba because it's Yay. got a prequel series. Um, pseudo prequel, then side story at the same time. Oh, it's the Mega Man one? Yes. An explosion right. on this wonderful world. I <laughs> thought it was the main character. I was like, what? It's just him in the human world doing regular things. That's- <laughs> no, it would just be him sitting in his room playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So um, th- this is going to be interesting because the studio who's doing it is relatively new. They're called Studio Drive. They did To Your Eternity Season 2 and Teppan. Um, however, the, I think they were established in like 2015, 2017, like that sort of bracket. But, you know, obviously it takes time. You've got to get experience as supporting studio and then you can take on your own ones. I mean, if they did To Your Eternity, then... Mm. Did you finish Season 2? Not yet. I got about halfway through. I'm... Does it get any better or are you still sad? Everything is <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Everything is sadness in this show. I, I'm going to be honest. Like this year has been so stressful. I'm like I can't deal with the sad anime right now. He makes friends with a fish in the first episode, and then it gets eaten. Oh, <laughs> ah, no. it's so like, sad. He's like, I'm tired of humans. I'm going to go be a fish. Fish don't have any problems. Oh, my fish friend. Oh God. <laughs> All right. I, I have to wonder if the author is just getting through some stuff. I think this is his way of you know processing. <laughs> in grief perhaps I think he just enjoys inflicting pain on others I mean there might be that so so um, anyway um, Konosuba an explosion on this wonderful world focuses on Megumin and Yunyun in when they're part of the Crimson Magic Academy so the Crimson Magic clan members Megumin and Yunyun are the top of their class but they still have a lot to learn Yunyun's begun learning advanced magic but Megumin has gone down a different path the path of explosion only magic despite being warned of its limited usefulness Megumin believes explosion magic is the way for her to become a great voluptuous wizard and she won't be convinced otherwise after to meeting someone who does that now there is a lot to do with the story here but in the normal Konosuba series Megumin mentions on multiple occasions about a great wizard which taught well showed her you know explosion magic and that sold her on it now for a long time I thought it was Wiz but now that Megumin and Wiz have done multiple things together I know it's not yeah it's Bakugo <laughs> it's great. That's why she no, quite voluptuous. Great explosion, dynamite god. <laughs> you mean? Yeah. Have you seen how big his man bits are? Oh, I know. He's fantastic. Uh, I don't mean down there. I mean on his chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, colossal packs. Th- this is going to provide some background to it. Now, if you are reading the light novels, I'm under the impression you already know who this, you know precursor lady is but the manga is still catching up to the anime the anime obviously has only adapted i think the first five manga which ends up being the first three and a half light novels Mm -hmm. and there is 16 light novels so we're a long way off now there is a third season of konosuba coming um and the movie adapted the fourth light novel like in its entirety so that's good um but we'll, we'll have to see um, where it matches up I might be wrong it might be 8 I, I need a look but basically you get to a point where they do defeat the demon lord because that's inevitable in this comedy world um, uh, I don't know I feel like they're just going to keep stumbling yeah. fumbling, and that's just going to be it that's the show yeah um, but um, they, they do eventually uh, beat the demon lord but that doesn't end the story and people go off and do other things <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny there's the, the, yeah, there's a, there's a lot um, there's like a, a guy who they, they is end that up, a grey hair that just sprouted I, I, actually, <laughs> I found my first grey hair the other week <laughs> and it's on it's on the side oh 
you're gonna be a I'm gonna be fox. a silver fox. We're gonna be real, real good. I'm um, jealous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great silvery beard. No, no, no. You, you get to be the pink fox. But yeah, look, uh, Konosuba does have another season coming and I'm under the impression this will be once again another Demon Lord General will get defeated and then the season after that maybe we all have uh, something happen with uh, the Demon Lord themselves. So th- there's, right. a, there's a lot. He gets inducted into the harem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look... It wouldn't surprise me after what we saw last se- the, in the film. Like, my God. Um, but these are being done by um, Drive. And I think there's another studio as well, which is doing um, the the other season of it. And it looks just good. Like, I'm, I'm quite excited to see where this ends up because it's been on hiatus so long because the studio is just basically being lazy. And... I'm I'm not okay. Useless with that. studio. Yeah, basically. Um, the new studio is not. Oh no, it is Studio Drive who'll also be doing the main series. So, yeah, if if this looks good, then we know the main series will be good as well. So mm. this is a good and j- just based on the artwork we've seen, it looks stunning. Um, this is going to be fun. Crunchyroll is the only one who's announced so far. It comes out on the sixth of April, which is a Thursdays at one a.m. in Japan. So expect it Fridays on most services. Twelve mm. episodes we've been told at this stage, so it should be fun. You'll get to meet all of Megaman's family who we met in the film. They are demented. Yep, um, <laughs> and uh, they're 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 just insane. And you'll get to see how insane the rest of the Fire Village is as well, because they're just as bad. You know how they had that scene with like the Axis cult going absolutely berserk in that water town yeah think that except they're obsessed with you know being they're obsessed with being chunibyo <laughs> oh, no. except they have the superpowers to back up exactly yeah, so they've all got eye patches yeah well they oh. all have a, a quirk there's also a um a girl who's like in the same class as megumin she has two Yun-Yun. eye patches she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't but she's like the you know how there's like the blonde like electrical girl in Railgun who's like, you know, always there and causing problems. Uh, yeah. She's sort of like that type of character. Like she's on par with them ability wise, but she's got an attitude, but she's also, you kind of like her as well. Like it's like, she's a good addition to the mix. So yeah, it's, it's, right. it's good fun. All right. <laughs> I, I don't actually know anything about this one, Aaron. So you'll have to fill me <gasps> in on it. Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyers. Is this a magical girl anime or is it not? Because like I, I've got the um, man, even the, Aaron's the thing in front it. of me. No, like, <laughs> I, I remember looking at it, but I can't remember. I, like... I've got the synopsis. So I'll read that out from here. So freedom of expression is threatened when a mysterious group, the SSC, or actually before I go that, um, can, you can watch um, Konosuba, God's bless, explosion on this wonderful world <laughs> on Crunchyroll it is the only place dirty. it's announced. <laughs> no, um, so. Maho Sojo Magical Destroyers, freedom of expression is threatened when a mysterious group, the SSC, destroy Japan's otaku culture. <laughs> okay, wait, what? <laughs> However, a young revolutionary, the otaku hero, who loves the culture more than anything else, rises up. With their health of free rambunctious magical girls, anarchy blue and pink, they'll team up to create a world free of this oppressive rule. Be part of the, abre- the rebellion to bring back fandoms. <laughs> Look... Mm. I feel like fandoms are very different in Japan. Look at Anarchy. 
<laughs> okay, that looks awesome. Okay, this looks insane. Like this could be fun, and it could be really, really self-aware. I think it's going to be very self-aware, and he looks like a classic otaku. Like, like he's got the glasses with, with the, the swirl in yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah. see, full disclosure. <laughs> I saw the picture of it. I saw the title. I read the description very briefly. I went, this sounds cool. I'll remember to ch- check the trailer for that before I go. So Anarchy's Red. Anarchy's Red. Then you've got Blue. And Pink's wearing a full face gas mask. Like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, this looks insane. She looks like a shy guy. They've got Whitehead Bakugo in the background too. Are like, <laughs> sure that's Bakugo and not Gojo? Yeah, I'm sure it's Bakugo. It's Baku Gojo. Oh, Baku no, Gojo. Baku no, no. Um, it looks... This looks, like, completely nuts. Unhinged. Yeah. Yes. And that explains why you've picked it, and yes. I appreciate the choice. Um, Look, one of us has to go crazy. Oh, absolutely. So this is a original anime. Um, it's got no... Yeah. Previous anything. Anything. Um, we have no idea on the rating, no idea on the episodes. It airs on Saturdays at... 1.55am in the morning on April so that starts on April 8th it's going to air on Crunchyroll so we've at least got that mm. but the studio behind it is Bibbery Animation Studios mm. now I thought I'd heard of them before and I have they helped out on the Quintessential Quintuplets movie and the second season okay. Azua Lane Grissia Phantom Trigger um, Blackrock Shooter Dawnfall, the recent one. Uh, Prima Doll and The Hundred Girlfriends Who Really, 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 oh, Really Love no, You. Oh, no, that's... I, I, could, I saw that coming. I told you guys that was getting an anime years yeah, ago. Yeah, you did. It looks... It's trash. That, it's, it's, it's this year. It's a harem. Um, so, anyway, this is a series <laughs> that... It could be absolutely fantastic. It could also just be like... A dumpster fire. It could be. And for that, I am excited. Me too. Yeah. So look, um, good pick. <laughs> when you were going through the studios earlier, I was like, there's one that I remember we love saying over and over and over and over again. Oh, you mean Billy Billy? Yeah, Billy Billy. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't remember it until you said the name of this studio. And I was like, yeah. it's Billy Billy. Yeah. Billy Billy. <laughs> Unfortunately, Billy Billy haven't announced what they're streaming this year. Um, oh, come on, Billy Billy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, that's going to be on Crunchyroll. It's, again, one of the few series that... Surprisingly, everything so far we've talked about has been announced on Crunchyroll, but the next one uh, isn't. Um, and that suggests it might be going to a different service. Um, Maybe High Dive? Well, or it could be Disney, because Disney is meant to be going hard this season. Mm. So, so this is Tengoku Daimakyo, which is Heavenly Delusion. Yes, I agree, Kenny. They deserve the bird. Um, <laughs> so, the bird of freedom. First things first. This is an adventure sci-fi sign-in. It's going to have 13 episodes, and it's being animated by Production IG. And it starts on April 1. Now, here's the thing. April 1 is only five, six days away at this point, um, depending on when the podcast comes out. Oh, wow. It does not have any listings at all where it's going worldwide. And this is exactly what happened with the last Disney shows. They only listed it literally (sighs) the day of launch. So that's why I feel like this might be going there. 
Now, Yay. production ID... Disney G- doesn't know how to handle anime. Who would have thought? Well, I mean, look, they, they've done better than Netflix because they actually release things on episodic basis. So that's a start. Instead of like three-month basis. <laughs> and then just kind of backing out on it. Um, so production IG did Firehunter, Moriarty, The Patriot, Great Pretender, all of Psycho Pass. The, these guys have been around for a while and they, they're known to produce good quality things. And when they do support work as a support studio, it's normally with like Madhouse, Mappa... Um, the big names. The big names. So they're, they're, they're big themselves and they've got a big reach and connections in the industry. So it's always good quality. I've never seen a, a production IG series like get panned. Like, oh, they did Haiku as well. Haiku. So they're, they're generally like almost every series they do is above a seven um, in ratings on most websites. There will always be those stinkers. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. The, the seven pages they were involved in Star Wars Visions and like yeah, the so- Pokemon like Origins yeah. they did Pokemon oh, nice. Origins that they got good. they've got Kaiju number eight coming up next year I've well. heard the manga fans are quite disappointed in how Kaiju number eight looks yeah I've heard that as well Damn. Um, uh, a, Guilty Crown oh they did uh, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex the original oh, oh wow oh, good yeah FLCL alternative and the original FLCL be the beginning robotic notes. Mm. Uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Dianus Thies. Um, the, there's a lot, and you, you just keep going through this, and they're they're on everything. What Eden of the East time? production IG. Of they're course, normally yeah. written with like a calligraphy style brush. Yeah, the, there's a lot in here. That Eden of the East. That was an interesting one. I never finished the movies. I do need to go back and and do so. Did you ever see that one, Aaron? Which one? Uh, e- Eden of the East. No. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I reckon you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, but yeah, look, that the guy they... wakes up in front of the White House with nothing but a gun and a cell phone in his hand, and he's completely naked. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. That sounds like Today. a regular Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, autobiographical. So <laughs> autobiographical raps, things that happened to us. Yeah, I got hurt feelings. <laughs> um. So, um. So this this series, Heavenly Delusion, is a sci-fi, and it starts out. If you watch the trailer, it starts out looking really relaxed and chilled and we watched this just literally before the podcast and went wait what how did we not see this so within the safety of the walls youths are raised in a nursery style setting by robots and while life there may appear stale on the surface the children are full of potential and curiosity in many ways it is like a slice of heaven the world outside however is a hellscape it is almost entirely void of anything mechanical and is now inhabited by bizarre yet powerful supernatural beings maru with the aid of kiriko is out of their out there crisscrossing what was once Tokyo for heaven, but after searching for so long, maybe heaven is more of an untenable dream than a potential reality. So it is a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, you it sort has of action sequences. You sort as of well. see them in this sort of sterile sci-fi environment, and then you see like, okay, look, they're outside now. Everything's overgrown. The apocalypse has happened. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, alien monsters in the trailer. Like, we, both like, me and Aaron went, this has a sort of Neon Genesis vibe to some of the, the monster designs. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really quite surprised by that. I, I reckon this one's worth looking at. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I, I honestly, because you know how much I love my sci-fi, this is probably my pick for the season. Yeah, as much as you like your trash romance. you don't need to kill a man on air Kenny (laughs) I do it for the rating he's already dead (laughs) Um, now this is based on a manga and we don't know where it's going to end up and I didn't actually realise this was a manga I'm just going to see what uh, it's in serialised in afternoons 
Is that a... It's not in the morning. <laughs> yes, that is what no, it no. says. I, I, think, I think afternoons are owned by Shueisha, which means it would be Disney because of the deal. There, there's your answer then. Let's have a look. Afternoon magazine manga. Magazine. Mon- monthly afternoon Kadansha. That's a Disney is it well? Was it Kadansha or the other one, um, uh, Shonen pretty, Jump? I'm pretty sure Kadansha got bought out by Disney. Oh, well, not not bought out, but they made but, the deal. Yeah. Um, well, they made got the Shonen... deal, which means they'll be absorbed any day now. No, well, you got Shueisha and you've got Kadansha. So Shueisha is monthly Shonen Jump, and Kadansha is the opposite. Shonen Jump, they didn't. It wasn't Naruto. It wasn't One Piece that was going to Disney. So it's gonna. I, I think it was Kadansha. So, this will be Disney then. Disney or High Dive, I reckon. So, well, let, let's let's say likely Disney and we'll see if we're right. We can redact this later. Well, no, look, <laughs> if we're wrong, we're wrong. That's what it is. Like We're, we're a podcast. We're not a certified fact checker. Look, we, fa- <laughs> we fact check the news segments because mm. that, that, you have to. It's news. You've got to make sure it's not just a rumor. But uh, for this, there isn't anything at the moment. So we can make educated guesses based on our knowledge of the industry. And we're never going to... We're like- educated? <laughs> Some, <laughs> look. look. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> underqualified for this show. Sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You, um, you have <laughs> wisdom beyond your years, my friend. You do. You do. Especially when it comes to anime. No. <laughs> yeah, I've got look, the emotional wisdom. You've, you've dropped some brilliant ones on us, though. Like, come on. Like what? Well, you have knowledge of series we haven't even heard of. Oh, I, I mean, I've got knowledge of series in depth that you guys like. Thank God you watched that, because we're not. Yeah, I mean, like, fate. fate. What the? <laughs> look, it's nice to have a lore master on hand who can mm-hmm. handle those ones for us, because those are terrifying. I mean, those each are of, Lovecraftian uh, to, monsters. Well, I was going to say, each of us has an area of specialty, and like Aaron, yours is generally to do with shonen series. Uh, Kenny, yours is definitely to do with a lot more of like the more. Slice of Lifey. Well, I was going to say Slice of Life, but also like the deep mythos animes. Like they have like a lot of if if they've if a series has went and done a lot of digging into like mythos or like you know uh, a story that is set inside a very specific area, you tend to pick up on it because you've done a lot of reading to do with like ancient cultures and stuff like that over the years. I I go to weird places. You do. You go on the internet, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, and and I just you know read a lot of trash. So um, <laughs> and, Ooh, what's this? And you like and you like is the this heavy, domestic dumpster? <laughs> and you like the heavy sci-fi stuff, and you yeah. are you know. You were clever enough to actually understand what the hell they're talking about. Well, I mean, yeah, like kind of comes with the territory having doing psychoms and all that. So, <laughs> but like, Neo- like Neon what Genesis. What the hell Dr. was Stone, that Godzilla one? Oh man, that was so good. I can't <laughs> wait for a sequel. Um, that's still my best rated video on the channel that I've presented. Yeah. There's not going to be a sequel. It's a singularity, not a duolarity. Uh, well, they. they <laughs> what, if, what if it's what if it's a quantum entanglement singularity? <laughs> Uh, I have a question for you then. If it is a singularity, why are there multiple black holes in the universe? Because they're all the same black hole. I can't use the correct language I would <laughs> like to use for this situation. But because redacted. <laughs> I, 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 look, I, I can because get Because they're all that. the same black hole, just in different places. Yeah. Oh, is that it? So you're saying they're like a... Quantum a, singularity, yes. You're saying that black holes are... Black hole. A urinal. <laughs> They all feed into the same spot. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not saying that. Have you been through one? 
Yes. <laughs> You've run through a funeral? No. <laughs> uh, that was halfway between urinal and funeral. <laughs> okay, I was really drunk that one time, Mug River, but... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, anyway. Because I peed at a funeral doesn't mean... There is nothing that can be linked back to me. They'll never find the body buried at longitude 89 degrees. <laughs> no, that's where you've got to put in, like, the di- where the, um, the, the meme stone was put. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're uh, unhinged. We are so. That's a tangent. Yeah. Now, next, um, ne- this season we have the final anime Ooh. of the Dark Trilogy. Wait, what? So there's Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, and Hell's Paradise. Uh-huh. Now, this isn't like a, a spin on the big three. This, is, these are three manga which have released around a similar time that have been associated with a darker take on Shonen where death has consequences. And the protagonists die. Yeah. Which in, is in some so shape weird. Far. You yeah. never see that sort of thing. Like, th- Especially th- the death having consequences in the age of Well, Marvel. I mean, like, like Crunchyroll... <laughs> uh, not Crunchyroll. Um, Chainsaw Man. Like, the, that big, like, culling of people... That the full- Katana Man one, yeah, that was yeah. nuts. That was nuts. Like, and you weren't expecting to come. Jujutsu Kaisen, similar thing. There are characters in that who will die and will not return, and this was the same. And the three of them together have kind of been put into a group that people look at as a reference for what new up and coming young audiences are reading and what they're interested in to then kind of like help direct the future of shonen. I wonder if that's a good idea though. I think it's mostly that people are interested in it because. This is new and different. Exactly, it's edgy. It's yeah, and if they keep influence. going down that, mm. in, if they keep going down that direction, then it ceases being new and different and just starts yeah. becoming the norm. Well, I, th- I think it's more. It's not necessarily to to make them make more of it, but it's to give them an idea of what elements of stories that people are interested in. So, like, okay, you yeah. know, if you go through that and go, "Wow, people do like it," if you know actions have consequences, maybe we can apply that to a drama series or to a crime series. Like, there are other ways to take that information. I just. Can we get a Mass Effect series? Oh, God, I'd love a Mass Effect series. There was a Mass Effect anime movie. There was one, but it was based around James. Yeah. Uh, yeah that and it was just like... James Vega. What he mm. did before joining the Normandy, basically. Which isn't really As that exciting. I've Blu-ray. Have you seen it? I saw part of it. Do you want to watch it? I can just lend it to you. Yes, yes, I actually would. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll gladly take that. I was going to say, bo- both of your PS5s have discs, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, good, good. Like We, we are not going without discs. <laughs> <laughs> we are a PS5 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I've got the Xbox with the disc, so... Oh, yeah. oh. I guess who's no longer on the podcast? <laughs> <You're> you! Ever- <laughs> <laughs> You're the fashion clips. <laughs> Look, now, I'm at a point now where I don't really play my Xbox much. I mostly play on the PC. Um, kind would, of same ways. But that that's also kind of to do with my living situation, because we're living with family while the house is finished so you know mm. yeah anyway hell's paradise um <laughs> is available on the playstation store no <laughs> so this is being animated by mappa who did jujutsu kaisen chainsaw man to Dor- dororo the characters will soon be on f- f- Fortnite. yeah <laughs> as I, a skin I, 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 I stuttered that one up yeah can we get um, a crossover of the three so they're all being done by the same studio yeah that'd be cool wouldn't it um this has also got twin engine as the producer. Those Ooh. are the guys who do the motorbikes at the beginning and then you always have someone else's brand on the back of the jacket. Ah. Um, Twin Engine are a production house and they are big enough that they're, you know, that they, I think they've got connections to Madhouse originally, but they're, 
they're basically like if you have a big project that you need a lot of production work and preparation done for, you bring twin en- twin engine in. So you we do need to do an episode on them everywhere. Yeah. Um, now this is going to be a very different series to Jujutsu Kaisen Chainsaw Man. This is not set in like modern era. So this is in the Edo. The Edo period is nearing its end. Gabi Maru, a shinobi formerly known as the strongest in Iwagakure, who is now a, a death row convict, is told that he will be acquitted and set free if he can bring back the elixir of life from an island that is rumored to that is rumored to be the buddhist pure land of sukhavati in Ooh. hopes of reuniting with his beloved wife gabimaru heads to the island along with the executioner yamada upon arriving there they encounter other death row convicts in search of the elixir as well as a host of unknown creatures eerie man-made statues and the hermits who rule the island can Gabimaru find the elixir of life on this mysterious island and make it home alive? People will die. There will be blood. There will be gore. It is R18 rated. It is going to air at Saturdays at 11 p.m. at night. This it starts sounds, April 1. This sounds like Edo period battle royale. Yeah. So th- this is literally next Saturday. Is the first episode. Every time you said Gabby Maru, I kept thinking of Slime. Yeah. The dragon. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm like, yes, send him to a I'd watch that. Now, Crunchyroll, like Crunchyroll realized how big this is. They've already announced dubs for it. Perfect. So, and there, there Sounds is, like they're making the dub. Yeah, the dub, they're, they're doubling down. <laughs> no, you know what a dub is, right? Uh, it's short for W for win. Oh, right. Because you can take the L or you can take the dub. Oh, okay. I've it's, only it's I've only heard just lingo. just take the loss. Just take the loss. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the kids lingo. They say it on Fortnite. I, oh. I hear it mostly on Letter Kenny. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Man, I need to watch the new season. I'm oh, so behind so on it. Also, Letter Kenny not for children. Just a just a. Don't <laughs> watch Letter Kenny with kids. Also, oh, you don't know. watch this one with kids. Yeah. Don't watch a lot. Of, don't listen to this podcast with. kids no, no, don't have we, kids. We are PG. <laughs> <laughs> don't have kids. Spend your money instead on anime figurines and manga. And podcast Patreons. Yes, yes. Childhood is fleeting. Anime is eternal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we make that our new, like, end phrase thing? <laughs> <laughs> Childhood is fleeting. Anime is eternal. <laughs> now. Oh, God. I love you, boys. <laughs> That's the problem with boys' episodes, we get way too distracted. We do. Okay, so look, we've Gears we've, of War Five is a really no, good character. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this is uh, an interesting one that, um, as Kenny rightly pointed out in the chat, is definitely right up my alley. And Aaron, you've also linked for this as well. So this is Insomniac's After School, mm. and it's a school sign and romance slice of life. Um, this is going to air on April 11, so we've got a while. We've got a good two weeks until its first episode goes. It's being animated by Lydon Films, who did Akashic Records of Magic Instructor. I can't say the the B word in the middle there. Um, Buzzkill. Tokyo Revengers, Call of the Night, along with many others. Um, so Lydon Films are like starting to become one of those studios where we see consistently high-quality animation um, for... They, they do animation appropriate to the source manga. So if the source manga has very simplified things, they, they take that on board in part of their design. So they're, they're quite good like that. Um, this one looks no different, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it looks Stunning. gorgeous. Now, th- this is right up my alley because it's got a massive 
telescope on it and <laughs> i'm a space nerd um so ganta nakami is a high school student who suffers from insomnia one day he meets isaki magari a girl with the same condition a strange but special relationship forms as they share a secret and catch up on their sleep in their school's abandoned observatory it sounds so cute that sounds calm it's slice of life Someone's going to develop a cough and die. <laughs> oh, no. Well, like I saw this, and because my best friend has insomnia, mm-hmm. so I immediately thought of him when I saw it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you know, this might be comforting for him to have like a nice chill anime about insomnia, where like people mm-hmm. like find each other through it." Yeah. So for him, I was like, maybe he'll enjoy this. I should watch it so that I can share it with him. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, work-wise, beautiful. <laughs> like uh, if if. Oh wow! Like the character design is really sweet too. <laughs> Kyle has just brought up a trailer and. Uh... Oh, I'm sold. He's oh, having a moment. Look, look at that lighting. Yeah, the, this is re- if you watched um, Call of the Night, very similar art style, um, but mix Call of the Night with a um, Shinkai mm. character design. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of that. I'm definitely yeah. seeing it. Wow! This is yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. That's that's definitely my other hit for the season. I can see Love Life eyes. Yeah, big, yeah. big beautiful <laughs> eyes. Oh, okay. So from insomnia to not insomnia in any shape or form. Um, or before I sorry Tuesdays twelve midnight oh one. So Tuesday morning twelve oh one, April eleventh. It starts. Lynn Films PG. We don't know where to watch it yet. We don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but in all likelihood, twelve episodes. High Dive or Amazon um, is my bet. Or Disney. We're placing bets. Uh, no <laughs> we're placing internal sadness um no put your money away <laughs> i have five on disney <laughs> oh, my, my wallet's not even in here i bet a mouse on disney <laughs> yeah, i just bet on disney <laughs> no bet corporate disney model will take this yeah disney will, disney will probably take this um studios lid and films we it's from a manga but we don't know where it's published so if it is kadansha then it might be um now We're going to go to the complete opposite end of a slice of life, uh, you know, romance comedy, to an action comedy fantasy shonen called Mashal, Magic and Muscles. I am so hyped for this. And I know this this one's going to be big. The uh, manga was very well received. Mm. It's also being animated by A1 Pictures, i.e. Sony's direct studio. Didn't the manga only recently come out? Yeah, pretty much. Because I remember reading the first Mm. chapter when it dropped. People oh. have been hyped for it since it was announced because it just sounds off the off the chain wonderful. Oh, I love it so much. Basic, like- basic story is, so this is a world full of like mages and magicians and stuff like that. And this guy is basically inducted into Hogwarts. Only thing is, he has no magic. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've done this incorrectly. What, what? So basically, think of Naruto, but it's Rock Lee. Ah. Actually, yeah, that, that, checks. that checks. That's the perfect analogy for it. it. Essentially, yeah. he has no magical power, so he has to make up for it. Give the illusion that he has magical power by basically just being overpowered swole. Yeah. Um, this he re- is muscular. This released in January 2020. 
I'm pretty sure um, he's also got a bowl cut, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, he kind of looks. He kind of looks a little bit like Rock Lee, and he also kind of looks a little bit like Mob. Yes, he from Mob Psycho. Has the mob vibe. Yeah. He's Mob Lee, <laughs> the ultimate fusion. So th- this is being published ultimate in English by Viz Media. So that suggests to me that this oh, it, it is Shonen Jump Weekly Shonen Jump. It's in. Mm-hmm. However. Crunchyroll have already secured the rights to this. Booyah! I so, mean, Crunchyroll and Shonen Jump sort of just go hand in hand. Pretty much. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, actually, no. Shonen Jump's not the one. It's Kadansha, the other one. Yep, not Shueisha. Um, so off, Disney. This is a world of magic. This is a world in which magic is casually used by everyone. In deep, dark forests in this world of magic, there is a boy who is single-mindedly working out. Getting swole. How heavy are the dumbbells he lifts? Pretty heavy. His oh, name muscle. His name is Mash Burn Dead, and he has a secret. <laughs> he can't use magic. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty. It's kind of funny that you mentioned Onagai Muscle because I'm pretty sure Lidden Films did it. Who were the previous one we were talking they about? They have experience drawing massive. All he wanted was to live a quiet life with his family, but people suddenly start trying to kill him one day, and he somehow finds himself enrolled in a magic school. (laughs) There he sets his sight on becoming a divine visionary, the elite of the elite. Will his ripped muscles work against the best and brightest of the wizarding world? The curtain rises on this off-kilter magic fantasy in which the power of being jacked crushes everything. He casts (laughs) fists. He's the boy who lived. Come to die. No, come to lift. It's not even the boy who lived, it's the boy who lift. <laughs> oh, this is going to be amazing. I'm this, so keen. This it, one is... It is listed as a parody mm. as well, which, you know, straight away tells you like, no, the jokes are going to be big. I, yeah, <laughs> I had it be Mob Psycho on One Punch of the Man mates jokes. who was reading it was like, okay, so how does he cast Fireball? He punches so fast that he ignites the air. <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously? Yes. Oh, this it's looks like, good. He's just that powerful. <laughs> this looks good. So that's going to be on Crunchyroll. Um, it looks brilliant. Um, A1 Pictures, that's Sword Art Online, Kaguya-sama, Array, Seven Deadly Sins. It's PG-13 as well. Watch so, this space. This one's the next This is going to be great. Mm. Um, we don't know how many episodes, but in all likelihood, 12. Um, yeah. It's going to be the next Pokemon. It will go for years. <laughs> we'll, 30 years. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to Pokemon years, a bit. Marty. Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> right. Now, this is another one Tifa suggested. Um, her first one being Hell's Paradise. Oh. That's right. Um, Oshinoko. Now, this yes. is going to be very interesting. This is written by the guy who wrote Love is War. Mm-hmm. And the artist did... Um, oh, it was that one that... Um, Farah really likes Scum's Wish. Wish. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's the artist from that. I got heavy um, dress up darling vibes. Yeah, from the main character. Mm-hmm. it really has it. So this is a show about an idol. Have but you it is read n- the description yet? Mm-hmm. It is wow. not actually about the idol lifestyle. It kind of it, is. It is, but it's it's well. Look. So when a pregnant young starlet appears in Guru and Amimia's countryside medical clinic, the doctor takes it upon himself to safely and secretly deliver I Hoshino's child, so she can make a scandal-free return to the stage. Because obviously, as idols, they're meant to stay single as part of their contract. Because you know, single, pure, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
I want to say a word here, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> no good deed, however, goes unpunished. And on the eve of her delivery, he finds himself killed at the hands of I's deluded stalker. And he is subsequently reborn as one of her children. Aquamarine Hoshino. The glitz and glamour of showbiz hide the dark underbelly of the entertainment industry and threaten to dull the shine of his favourite star. So can he help his new mother rise to the top of the charts? And what will he do when unthinkable disasters strike? It's a bit weird. It's an isekai, but it's the same world. Well, he, he died, he's, yeah, it's a isn't a guy. <laughs> we finally made it happen, boys. <laughs> is it an is it guy? <laughs> so th- this has been really massive in Japan. It has been really well received, but it is also a very odd concept. Mm. And I think that's going to be kind of the make or break for it. Um, for us, it's beautifully animated. The design? Oh my mm. goodness. I watched the trailer before it got subbed, so I had no idea what was going on. I mm. thought the kids were just massive fans. Yeah. And yeah. like her spirit passed on to them. Yeah. Because like she's got two stars, one in each eye. Yeah. And the twins have a star in opposing eyes to each other. Yep. And their eye colors are the. She has purple eyes, and one has red, and one has blue. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> it's really cute design work. Yeah. Also, just the character design is beautiful. Yes. Um, it's listed with 11 episodes by Disney Plus Japan so we do think this might be um, a Disney Uh. it's fine the first episode is airing with a 90 minute slot dang so it's an hour it's a film Sorry, it's 90 minutes, an hour and a half. You don't it's, normally see that. You do not. Uh, Demon Slayer is doing the same. We'll come to that in a minute. Um, but they're nine, taking a running start. Yeah. So the, they, they're basically doing a triple episode. So you're getting three episodes, and then there's another 10 to follow it. So realistically, you've got a 13-episode season here. Um, this is going to be big. Like this is probably going to be one of the biggest of this year. Um, Move over, Mashal. We know we just put you on a pedestal. No, no, no. no. Ma- Mashal is going to be the best for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, Mashal's going to be the shonen. Uh, yeah. Ma- Mashal will be top five parody comedy easily. Um, is there many of those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's too many of them. Yeah. This is being animated by Doga Kobo. They did My Senpai's Annoying, Ikipukuro Westgate Park, Sing Ooh. Yesterday for Me, Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle. Like, they've got a wide range and a good skill set and everything shiny. Um, and this does look absolutely stunning. So I'm really excited for this. I know Tifa is literally like biting at the the, the, the edge of the desk in excitement for this like if, if she was here and not jumping oh, on a flight to japan do you reckon she's going to be able to watch it there Ooh. they're apparently having an event in tokyo for it and she's hoping Ooh. she can get tickets to it so oh, lucky girl yeah mad jelly so that's 17 days away until it starts um it is on april 12th which should be i believe when she's in tokyo because i think she was starting west coast and heading east wicked um so fingers crossed are we missing her for how many um, episodes like two three two oh, only one episode so it's two weeks. She's there for two and a half weeks, three weeks, and she gets back just in time for episode 100. That ain't long. So she's missing this one because of it. She flies she, today. Yeah, yep. and then she's missing the next one. Yeah, so two. And then, okay. Yeah. But um, look, it, it's she'll be back for the... So the next episode after this is uh, Extra because we've been putting off talking about um, a certain live action, which we'll come to at the end of this episode. <gasps> yep. Um it's not that one. <laughs> Remember, we're doing that one as a live stream. We'll cover that at the end of the episode. Are we talking well. about the new Power Rangers series? Actually, there's new Power Rangers yeah. with the original Power Rangers. Yeah. Wait, what? Coming out April 12th. And really? the way they've done it is Trini's daughter has taken over the mantle and she died. Be- Trini died at the hands of Rita. 
So Ooh. that's how they explained her not being there for the thing. Wow. It's oh that's man. pretty Wait, cool. Rita's found a new body and come back. Are they gonna be following the comics? Wait. I don't know. I mean, do, do you remember the um uh the guy who does um Tommy? The Green Ranger? Green White? No, no, no. Um, uh, I'm talking about a director here. Oh. Um, the guy who was in charge of Castlevania, Adi Shakir, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. He made like his dark, gritty reboot of Power Rangers. Oh, where, yes. Where yeah, Tommy's um, character the bad guy, becomes dragon. dragon. Tommy basically takes over the evil castle and starts invading other dimensions. And yeah. Destroying all the Power Rangers. And taking all their medallions. There's a fighting game based on it. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's, it's Power Slash Ranger. And it was so good. But then he had to, get it, had to take it down. And then a couple of years later, Mattel were like, maybe we should do that, and then they released the film, and it was great. But they they didn't have any belief in it. They were just using it once again to sell more toys, mm. and that would have been a great kicking off point because they literally introduced Tommy in the outro sequence. It's like, oh, guys, guys. Oh. By the way, R.I.P. Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame we'll never get anything with him again because yeah. he was dedicated to the bit. He was. He was so dedicated to it. Oh, okay, but anyway, um, Oshinoko, um, this is going to be a drama, music, supernatural sign, and the music's kind of a lesser component of it, but it's... You, Despite it being about an idol. It's, it's not going to be like an idol anime where every episode is a big song and dance thing. It's just that there are... It's the world that they're within. Mm. Um, at least that's my understanding. Now, um, after that, we do have to talk about a couple of sequels. Um, first f- things first. Kuma 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 Bear Punch. Kuma Kuma. Yay! So if you didn't catch Kuma Kuma Bear... Um, Kuma Cubed. Kuma Cubed, as we love to call it. Um, Yuna got her hands on the world's first VR MMO game. She was totally obsessed. Then after receiving a bear suit from the game developer, she found herself transported into the virtual world. She's now making a name for herself in this new fantasy life and is ready to encounter more friends and foes with her overpowered bear cheat suit to help along the way. She literally... All of her powers are bears. Bear-related. It's, it's really dumb, but really good. It's so and cute. It's, it's and it's really, really quite wholesome. Yeah. So She destroys her enemies with her bare hands. <laughs> she does. Well, she, she gets bare gloves for her hands, which are little bare faces bear, on her hands. hands. And then she can summon them as actual bears. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was in um, Thingy 2 as well, uh, Bo Fury 2. The pets, oh, yeah. um, the, the two <laughs> hammer girls got little bear pets, which then they could actually... Super size and ride on. So the so each one of them got a pet. So that's a kuma and a kuma. So they have the kuma kuma bear. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is PG thirteen. It's quite family friendly. Adventure comedy fantasy isekai. It's going to air Mondays at ten pm and starting on April third. Don't know how many episodes. It's being done by EMT Squared. They're a relatively new studio, but they did they did season one, um, and they were the animator for Love Tyrants and I'm Quitting Heroing and Assassin's Pride. Oh. So they're, they're not massively. Oh well-known animes but this has probably been the one that's went biggest for them assassin's pride well uh, love tyrant was not Mm. not good that i've never been yeah i was quite uncomfortable with that series well i mean it's the sequel to kuma cubed anyway yes it's gonna be great kuma cubed part two yeah um revenge of the kuma we can't obviously not mention demon slayer because Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village Arc is oh, back. And then there's the whole controversy with people going, oh, it's not a movie. It's like, yeah. It never was never a movie. It, it was movie. never a movie. So th- just to clarify this for anyone who might still be going, the Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village Arc event at the cinemas right now is not a film. It is the last... Is it still going? It is in some regions internationally. Damn. Um, it is the last two episodes of the previous anime arc and the feature 
length episode special for the first episode of the anime and it includes some additional bits and pieces the reason they did this was to celebrate the fact that it was returning and because of the hype and from ufo table standpoint it's a really smart way to keep the hype train going when you know in preparation for the <laughs> new series yes because <laughs> um, you know they, they ufo table does have those big gaps between stuff every now and then was it ufo table UFO? yeah i guess Uf- uh it's, it's ufo table and because that's what the way people in japan said it and the logo is a ufo okay so yeah, yeah. um everyone goes ufo table and it's like table. no <laughs> table um, it is R-rated. It's going to air on Sundays at 11.15pm, which is a very odd time slot for they us. They got an R-rating? Yeah. The, the previous season was R-rated too. Hot diggity day. Yeah. Because um, they want to stay as faithful to the manga. Like, I do appreciate UFO Table for this. Like, Well, I mean, hopefully they don't stay too accurate to the manga because the manga's style in some spots is very... Weird. I mean, rigid and basic, to put it simply. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I mean, yeah. Oh, I just mean, like, the, the way the story is told. The storytelling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that starts on April 9, so we do have another couple of weeks till it hits off. But it is starting with that one-hour special. Um, I don't think we've been given a listing on how many episodes it's going to be yet, but in all likelihood, it'll be 12. Yeah, like uh, it'll be the standard. It, it'll be 10 or 12. Um, I don't think we'd be getting another 24 like we had with the last arc because this is the only part of the arc they've talked about mm, um as opposed if, to if i'm wrong please let me know because if there's if this is going to be two arcs involved in it then fantastic but i don't think it is seeing as we've got two hashira as part of this story as opposed to one and then one and another it does feel more likely it's going to just be one longish arc well they've just announced this as the swordsmith village arc yeah which will just be that arc whereas the previous season was then putting the movie into the series mm. and then doing the Red Light District arc. Yeah, but the, the issue with the last time was that they didn't mention that when they first announced the Red Light District arc. They just announced that and then said, oh, by the way, we're also going to put the film in. You reckon they'll pull a fast one with this one and do the Swordsmith Village and then a bit more? I, I think they'll definitely do the lead-in for whatever the next part is, but I think we this might just be a shorter run and whatnot. I, I mean, don't think they can because after this one is sort of where it starts to wrap up, Oh, really? Have you guys mm. not read the manga? No, no. A oh, bit. yeah. This is like close to the end. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought we were going to go through like all the Hashira and... No. No. That's what I thought as well. Oh. Yeah. But after this, they sort of... Head towards I mean, like I... the big finale then. Yeah. Which is... That one goes on for quite a while. So that'll probably oh. be two arcs in itself. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, we're so, getting close to the end because Demon Slayer is not actually that long. No, it's not, is it? No. It's only like 130 chapters, yeah. yeah. Okay. Unless they pull an attack on Titan. Oh, <laughs> look. Oh. I, 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 I think UFO Table are smart enough not to do that. <laughs> I think they've seen what happened and were like, yeah. So the oh, action humbling. demons, historical shonen, supernatural. Um, if you haven't seen or heard of Demon Slayer, where have you been? Go, go check, go check it out. It is worth your time. It is a lot of fun. It is. Uh, it, it balances action, comedy, drama, and intrigue really well. Like there's a character for everyone in it. Yeah. Um, this is going to be on Crunchyroll, already been confirmed. Um, was from a manga, as we mentioned anyway. Now, the last thing we need to talk about is because it's the end of an era. Pokemon, the animated series, has come to an end this week. 
all of the sad face emojis mm. on social media. And they wrapped up everything. Team Rocket is gone. They've gone their separate ways, which feels weird after all these years. That's... Yeah, I swear people are more upset about Team Rocket disbanding yeah. than like, <laughs> Ash leaving. Like, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Prepare for trouble. Make a double. I mean, <laughs> Ash, Ash was the driving force of the story, but they were just the heart and soul. They were. But the thing is, is ever since Team Rocket, so ever since Pokemon Gold, they never had a good other like villainous team mm. like they, they gradually got worse and worse and worse and now they're just like incompetent groups like team yell was a joke <laughs> yeah team whatever they are the team star with their stupid like star dance thing in the current team game four star. okay but have you finished the current game no have you finished their plot i've done one of the first parts of it okay once you finish it you understand it's actually pretty good yeah okay cool but they're, they're not villain villains are they they're not actually no they're not and this is the thing like Pokemon has taken a real turn away from having traditional villains because that no one should be bad oh. well but then they went from, and said, like, made it official that people eat Pokemon like <laughs> they went from like oh we're gonna steal your Pokemon to some teams that were like we're gonna end the world yeah and it's kind of like how do you top ending the world End the galaxy. There was one who wanted to do that. Oh, okay. Team Galaxy, actually. End the yeah. universe. Yeah. Team Galactic, yeah. Yeah. Um, but mean, the thing is, like... End the Marvel universe. It's for kids, <laughs> please. Yeah. ultimately. And, like, with Jesse and James, in the manga, they weren't around for that long. They mm. actually settled down and had their own kids. Yeah. Together. Yeah. That's weird. But that's Pokemon Adventure, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Adventure. I need to read Pokemon Adventure. It looks so good. It's so good. Um, but so with Pokemon coming to an end, they've done the final run over the past few weeks where they've uh, gone through all of Ash's final tour, if you will. And he's going to all these places he's been before. Does he go to Orange Islands? Do we know? Oh, I don't. I, I, I think they've like forgotten about Orange Islands. It was that long ago, man. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, he's revisiting a lot of the core characters and he's, he's basically finishing up. And, you know, we don't know exactly what his role will be in future but you know this new series which is coming out this season um and this is going to be uh april 14th it starts and it's on friday evenings at just five to seven in the evening imagine only getting two weeks between pokemon oh i know right like, <laughs> you've been doing this for 30 years and then you're like finally it's over i can take a break and they're like Guess what? <laughs> Web <Yeah>. season. <laughs> oh, I mean, Round two. <laughs> fight done. Um, Ash is now 12. <laughs> so this new series is following new characters. We've seen a lot of artwork and designs for it. It's Lico and Roy as they unravel the mysteries that surround them and encounter Frida, Captain Pikachu, not the same Pikachu that Ash has, Amatheo and others during their exciting adventures. Now, this series features... All of the Pokemon you'd expect. It's got all of the new series Pokemon as starters, the new starter ones. So you've got Spriggan, Sprigatito, Quaxley, and Fuecoco. Yeah. The I best dumb boy. I expect Shuckle. <laughs> Dude, Nobody we expects left Shuckles. Shuckle way behind. <laughs> Shuckle should be left way Nobody behind. He the broke the game. <laughs> but it, you've also got a lot of the old Pokemon coming back as well. So you've got um, on the cover, there is a guy with Charizard, because of course there is. There is a Chansey. There, actually, there is Shuckle on here. What the yes! hell? <laughs> I call this. Shuckle's in the... Oh, there's an Ellie kid as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that look like, looks like Rayquaza in the background up there yeah, too. Yeah, it is. Remember there was the shiny Rayquaza in the trailer? There was too. And Hoot Hoot as well. And like, there, there's a lot. There's also a flying ship. Now, there is a theory, that, as you mentioned, that the main girl character, Liko, is Ash's daughter. 
So we don't know if this is a time skip thing or what. But so who would Ash? There's multiple theories. One of them being Latias. What? As in the Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> would you like me to elaborate no! further? That, that feels like it's a Patreon pre-show. Yes. Thing. No, no, no. Because in one of the movies, Latias transformed into a human. Oh. And That's weird. was quite flirty with Ash. Damn you, Fortune! Uh, but but <laughs> it can't, I, I can tell you it can't be because we see in the trailer her mum talking to her. Yeah. So that kind of rules that out because Latias is then seen back as Latias in further films. Yeah. So um, so it could Latias be any of the previous <laughs> female protagonists. Yeah. There's well, she's got leaning towards May or Dawn. I was going to say she's got blue hair and blue eyes. So probably Dawn. Probably Dawn. Probably Dawn. I mean, Dawn, Dawn does seem to be the one that kind of recurs a lot in the series. Not as much as Misty. Not as much as Misty, but <laughs> Misty's the OG. So, well, also know. she may get that hair and eyes from her dad. Well, I mean, Ash is brown with black hair. Yeah. So, like, if he went with Misty, maybe different eyes, tweaks out oh. the hair a bit. Who do you think is Ash's mom? Write down below in the comments. Right. I'm not Ash's mom. Uh, Ash's daughter's mom. Ash's <laughs> mom has got it going on. She's got a Mr. Mom and he's freaking me out. She's also got Professor Oak knocking on her door. Yeah. Look, there's a whole... That's a whole thing. But look, Who's Ash's real dad? <laughs> we will still never know because in the final episodes, they're like, you're going to meet Ash's real dad. And once again, he skips town and just leaves something for Ash in a note. And it's like, are you kidding? 30 years. 30 years and you couldn't even show up in the finale. Like, how dare you? But it's like now everyone's too like... too busy catching Tauros. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> all that, he do. Is that what he's... Well, he left behind, like, a whole herd of Tauros for Ash. <laughs> well, didn't Ash also, like, catch a whole load of them? No, no. that that That's not correct. Ash caught a bucket load of Tauros at the... Um, Safari Park? Safari Park. But that episode was never allowed to air outside of Japan because it was due to air on the same weekend as the Columbine incident. And that had uh, Team Rocket with uh, guns. So... They changed the story just like they did with Joey's fight in Yu-Gi-Oh. They removed any context of it and said that, oh, his dad gifted them as a way to explain where they came from. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Jesus. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. It's America um, hacking things up again. Yeah. <laughs> so there is much more from this season to talk about. It yes. is wild how much there is for this season. Um, obviously, Vinland Saga is continuing. More Attack on Titan. Uh, Doctor Stone New World, which is going to be amazing. Tonikawa Over the Moon for You Season 2, which I am so excited for. Um, In Another World with My Smartphone Season 2. Can't believe it got a sequel. Um, <laughs> is that the title? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Summoned to Another World for a Second Time. Um, That's an isekai isekai. Yeah. Loving Yamada at level 999, what? which is a romance comedy by Madhouse. Yeah, it's so. a sequel to Yamato 999. <laughs> <laughs> and Interstellar 999. <laughs> legendary Hero is Dead. One Hit KO Sister. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The Legendary Hero is Dead. Yeah. So is that just the guy gets isekai and then dies and it's just like a murder mystery or something? Yes. Who <laughs> killed the isekai protagonist? Yoo-hoo. It Big was. Big Summer Blowout. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, oh my 
<laughs> actually, have a look at this. Far to the north of the world lies Hell's Gates, a portal formerly used by the Demon Lord to invade the human realms. Thanks to the legendary hero Shion Blade Arts, wielder of Excalibur, and his loyal band of companions, the gate was sealed off and the demonic threat was vanquished. Is I'm that f- the title? <laughs> the funny thing is this is actually from a manga and not a light novel <laughs> so uh, unfortunately the seal was com- incomplete and has begun to weaken allowing the demons to once again begin their attack worried about the safety of his village selfish and perverted farmer Toko Scott digs pitfalls to fend against the demons but fear not for Shion is on his way to reseal the gate and save humanity or at least he was because he's dead. <laughs> Having falling into one of the pitfalls Toka dug. <laughs> <laughs> so dealing with the dead is the specialty of necromancer Anri Hainsworth. While she can't revive him, she can at least salvage their quest by forcing Toka's soul into Shion's rotting body and dragging him along to Hell's Gate in his place. <laughs> so yeah, basically wow. it's necromancy. <laughs> oh. like, so th- you see what I mean? There is a lot this season that we haven't even I can touched see on. You're getting into this, Kenny. Yeah, it sounds different. Um, Zero Season 2, Galaxy Next Door, Dead Dead Mount Death Play, don't know. What? Mobile Suit Gundam, which from Mercury Season 2, I believe that's going to be very good. Mm. Um, You just keep going. There is so much. Like, there is so many good shows. Skip and Loafer, if you're a romance fan, there's no question. There will be something for you this season. So make sure you go have a look at the list on livechart.me. You will find something. And with that, we're going to wrap up with a quick little bit of anime news. Kawaii Fire Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. We're Scottish here. <laughs> All right. Let us, let us... Well, I'll do it. Established titles. Let's talk about controversy first up. And the controversy is that this isn't airing soon enough. Digimon Adventure 02 Film has unveiled its visual, its promo video, and its October 27 premiere in cinemas. It's going to take... Uh, a, there's a Digi Festival 2023 event on July 30th where apparently even more about the film is going to be unveiled. That last movie was sadness. This is a continuation. No. So you we beat are, me to it. We're, we're, we're going to be going to the cinema and holding hands and crying. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, it is called Digimon Adventure 02 The Beginning. Now, do you know why? Uh, I believe this is to do with the original... Digidestined. Yeah. yeah. Not, the not the Digidestined we saw... But the original, original, way before them. Oh. So he comes along and he asks, I'm pretty sure it's a he. Yeah. Comes along and asks for help from the O2 gang, uh, which was, you know, Davis, Yoli, Cody, TK, and... um, These Kari. Kari and... Mm. What was his name? It's not Willis. That's the kid from the movie. Ken. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, Well, technically it was an OVA, so... Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, they've, they've got Ukon, a Digimon who looks like a slippery marine creature and who is key to the plot. Cthulhu. So, oh, it's like a little marine angelmon if it was yeah. rookie level. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. And th- there's a bit of a suggestion in the trailer and all the artwork we've seen before that this is potentially about preventing the loss of connection between the Digidestined and their partners as they age, which is, you know, what we saw happen in the last film. Like they, they had to grow up and leave the kid, their, yeah. their Digimon partners behind. So I, I wonder if it will be a case that it's actually a trap and there is no way to prevent it. You mean like is- they did in the first movie? Yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, now that I've said that, I feel dumb. <laughs> they're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's going to be every movie now. Low key, my hope for this is because when the previous movie came out, they released Digimon Adventure 2020. Yeah. I'm hoping they do Digimon 02 2023. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping they get a series too. Because this was my favorite Digimon series. It introduced like DNA Digivolution as a proper concept. Yeah. Instead of just a once-off in a movie. Mm-hmm. And... Oh man, my boys. Mm. Vimon's my favorite, so I do I have got a soft <laughs> spot for Vimon. <laughs> well okay, little 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 lore here. Vimon mm. was the original Digimon partner. Oh. In the original manga. Um and he actually digivolved into Vidramon and then uh, uh what was it? Is it Air Vidramon? And then yeah. All Force Vidramon. Mm-hmm. Which is like this superhero, like big bulky Yep. All force. That's a bit Actually, like you're wearing your you're wearing your digi device shirt yeah, too. Yeah, wearing my digi device shirt. Nice. That's, that's a cool got shirt. all of them from like one through to six. Oh man, it's getting me excited. I might have to go back and uh, play more of Cyber Sleuth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's coming out at the uh, t- that'll probably be end of the year for us. So October twenty seventh premiere that in Japan. So November, December, January maybe. Yeah, we'd be lucky mm-hmm. for early next yeah. year. Yeah. Um, the twelfth episode of Trigun Stampede has announced that. The final phase of the series has been greenlit um, and will is going into production. So that is going to continue the story and wrap it up. So that suggests we're going to have a 24-episode run, which is kind of in pa- on par with the original series, mm. um, and it will wrap up all of the parts of it. So that's, that's also been announced. Um, also announced literally today, because we record on the Sundays, Spy X Family Season 2 and a film are going to debut at the end of the year. I Yay. thought we already had Season 2. Uh, no, we had season one, part core two. Yep, I know, split season. <sighs> yep. So Spy X Family reveals second season anime will premiere in October and the film will debut on December 22nd in Japan. The film is called Spy X Family Code White, uh, Geki Joban. And uh, it looks like it is going to be an original story, um, at least from what we have seen so far. It's also once again going to continue being produced by Wit Studio and Cloverworks in collaboration. So we will still have that beautiful animation work that they put up for the first one. Did you see that they had a live action stage play for Spy Family? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the creator had no idea what the actual plot was for it so he went in and watched it and it was just it blew his mind to watch them all singing (laughs) (laughs) he was like I can't believe this this is wild (laughs) Um, I mean just sort of imagine being George Lucas and being invited to a Star Wars musical you'd be just like holy hell what's going on okay funny you mention that one of the content creators we all like Brental Floss yep he's released his Star Trek parody stage play called Khan (laughs) oh god oh no (laughs) okay (laughs) we we will that's a whole other kettle of fish um more new stuff Hori Mia is getting a second season (laughs) fish in the kettle oh god Hori Mia is getting a second season how you ask well it's called Hori Mia Peace um, as in P-I-E-C-E um, it is going to animate stories in the original manga that previously were not adapted <laughs> it's a new age of piracy and they're chasing the Horimiya piece <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this is just going to really focus on the uh, side characters and a couple of the fun stories that they didn't have a chance to showcase um, so it's probably I'm going to be honest I don't feel it's going to do as well as the original series did, because the original series had really good pacing, and this is just going to feel more like a set of OVAs. 
I reckon maybe. So, uh, I mean, similar to Slime if... Diaries, just without having any context for where it was placed. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Slime um, Diaries, but for Horimiya? I don't know. Yeah. I reckon that sounds It's Cloverworks right. again as well. Um, a full returning cast, full returning staff, full returning team. Um, it's going to be great. Um, so if you like the original Horimiya, it's just more, and you'll you'll enjoy it. So it's nice. So, yeah. Um, then there is Jujutsu Kaisen. Second season is confirmed for July 6th premiere. And we've got a trailer out as well now. My Hero Academia Season 7 also confirmed with Romy Park to voice Star and Stripe. Oh. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And Guess where Star and Stripe is from? Australia. France. <laughs> Bonjour, I am Stars and Stripes. I like the cheeseburger. <laughs> no, it's not the cheeseburger. The Royale with the cheese. <laughs> and now you this... know what they call a Royale with cheese in America, don't you? <laughs> now this is this is the one that we uh, Aaron told us about that hasn't really done big rounds, but looks amazing. The creator of Fire Force is teaming up with Nier Automata's Yoko Taro, <laughs> original anime. So this is going to be wild. So this is Fire Force and Soul Eater with Nier Automata animation style. <laughs> it's just released its first trailer and it's called Kamiari Abi, The God App. It is slated to go live in autumn. Uh, so that would be October. Yeah. Um, interested. It is... Very good looking. So I, I can highly recommend checking it out. We will make sure we pop a link to it in the video des- uh, video audio description. Um, comicbook.com reported on it, which I was really surprised by. Okay, I mean, we've seen what happens when a production has a lot of like different kind of creative groups thrown mm-hmm. into it. GBRT! But um, um, <laughs> this has two strong names which is very promising and and not only that they're two strong names that have been seen previously collaborating with others to create animation before so, so we know they can work in a team they didn't fail that uni assignment <laughs> you mean every uni assignment yeah <laughs> so look looks really good very excited i'm very intrigued to see what can come of this because that guy's storytelling style is wild it is which it one is. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Cool. And that, yes. The answer is yes. The this answer is, is always yes. Drugs. All right. Now, we need to wrap up um, because we are close, but that is the anime news for the week. We will be back in two weeks, and I'll explain all that in just a moment. Kawaii Radio. That is probably my only regret about the new Trigun is that they didn't include HT in it in somewhere. Like, don't be wrong, the OP's beautiful, the ending's pretty good as well, but oh. HT is just so cool. I cannot get enough of the opening. Every time I, I play it, right? I just drop everything and I'm like, yes. yeah. <laughs> so, that's where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. It, this did end up being quite a rambly long one, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of tangents. Yeah. A lot of silliness. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, it is a Kawaii Fi Extra as we prepare for our 100th episode. It is the Promised Netherland live-action film from Japan. My God, it's a shame that show never got a second season. Yeah, just a weird bunch of OVAs which didn't make any sense. What a strange choice. And even those can't be said to have happened. No. (laughs) Now, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, 
as always hit subscribe join us for the future episodes we are on youtube we are on all podcasting apps if we're not on your podcasting app of choice let us know in the uh, description below we hit almost all of them i think but there are always opportunities we could tiktok miss. doesn't count oh youtube is starting to introduce podcasting Oh. Like direct upload audio podcasts. Interesting. So that might be interesting. But uh, we, we've got a whole thing that's going to happen around that after episode 100. So we'll, we'll get into that later. Now, if you would like to support the channel, we do have a Patreon you can subscribe to. A um, dollar a month gets you access to episode outtakes, video extras, and show updates. And if you can't afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. We talk a lot of weird nonsense and stuff it's, before the show. It's also like all of the stuff we can't say under a PG rating as well. Um, <laughs> and all of the Money that goes to the Patreon is reinvested into the podcast. It into isn't bread uh, episode. In, it isn't for paying us. Um, at, We're gonna yeah. have to do that bread episode. We are yeah. gonna have to do that bread episode. We have to do that bread episode. It's been how long? Bread. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing nothing but teleporting bread for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so look, if you can't afford to support us, it'd be greatly appreciated. There's lots of goofy stuff there, and uh, you know it means we can talk to you more directly and give you, you know hear your feedback and thoughts and ideas. It um, also gives you access to the Patreon area of our um, Discord, Discord, yeah, which we actually use a lot more than any other area, and we interact frequently on. I that. should yeah. use Discord. I know it's been a bit <laughs> like that lately, though. We've had a lot on the plates. Now, if you do want to join the Wi-Fi community, there are other options. You've got all of our social media channels as well. Um, for breaking anime news which we kind of stopped doing for a little bit well is coming back as of this week um, along with memes and videos so you can find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter Discord TikTok um, the TikTok's kind of uh. <laughs> Aaron's gonna hijack it for a week at yeah. some stage we'll see and what we're gonna end up with the wildest content <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna tell you when it's gonna be it's just gonna happen it's gonna happen <laughs> so go, go like that but um controversy yeah <laughs> so that that's that um I I don't think there's... Oh, I forgot to mention, Jobless Reincarnate has a second uh, season release date announced as well yeah, with cool. a new trailer too. So there's a lot coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be here to guide you through it. So um, with that, you've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch some anime! Or whatever the other thing we said was. <laughs> <laughs>